You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi, Why Not Mint Money is a daily podcast on personal finance that helps you get smart about managing money. We help you understand basic money concepts to keep you from making bad money mistakes. Why Not Mint Money is your one-stop solution to money matters. So, let's get started. Welcome to your money journey. The COVID-19 pandemic has shown us that life is uncertain. You may have already taken steps to ensure that your family doesn't suffer financially after you're gone. However, buying life insurance and increasing your investment is not enough. You also need to ensure that your investments and assets are passed to your loved ones smoothly once you die. Hi, I'm Tinesh Bhaseen from Mint's personal finance team. In this episode, we will discuss the steps that you need to take to ensure that your assets are passed to your family easily. To discuss this in detail, we have Mr. Arvind Rao with us. He is a chartered accountant and also a certified financial planner. Mr. Rao Welcome to the show. Thank you so much Tinesh for uh, having me on your show here. Mr. Rao, can you tell us what are the hassles that families go through if the breadwinner dies without informing them of the assets, investments and insurance and also without a will? This is an interesting uh, question Tinesh because normally um, you will assume that whenever a person is working predominantly one of the things moving on their mind is uh, working for the financial security of the family so during the lifetime whatever they earn and they do uh, somewhere what is working on the back of their mind is that after me my family should be financially secure but in this whole uh, management of this uh, investments insurance and all this particular person who is responsible for the financial security of the family and also happens to be the one taking the financial decisions loses out on keeping other members of the family uh, in loop now when such kind of a situation spans out and uh, we have we are a uh, lot of people are witnessing something like this happening over the last 2 uh, to 3 months now uh it puts the family under a lot of pressure because in addition to the uh, loss of the main breadwinner at that point in time what they also need to grapple with is where to start uh, when it is about uh, taking stock of what are the various financial investments or insurances that are available and without any guide uh in front of them it really puts the family in a tight spot because uh, we we've seen some situations uh wherein see as long as it is money to be taken or claimed is one uh, but we have come across instances and i'm very uh, sorry to say this but there have been times when families have been approached by people saying that the one who passed away actually owed him or her some money and uh, the family uh, is in no way to counter check 
uh, whether this claim was actually right and sometimes the claimant happens to be uh, someone they know and it becomes difficult for them to uh, refuse this claim to him and you never know maybe they are paying money to someone who was uh, actually not uh, liable to receive it so i think a person who is the finance controller of the family and who truly loves and is uh, wanting to secure his family's interest the least they should do is to have uh, like uh, another family member or if not a member at least have something in writing uh, which will make the family aware of the entire accounts assets insurance policies anything that they might have done um, in the financial space uh, to be available to their family so can you tell us a few basic things that the breadwinner should do to ensure assets are smoothly passed on to the family after he's gone yes uh, so tenesh let me put it in very simple terms step 1 and this is the most important and difficult step i say it is difficult because many people especially the ones who are under age 40 think that this is this step 1 is something that is not meant for them and uh, i think our listeners uh, might have taken a guess here i am talking about having a will done and uh, i am not talking about the will to be made merely uh, because it is a document that comes into effect uh, after somebody dies but uh, i am mostly referring to a will as an inventory document so the moment uh, in this step 1 when we are asking people to make a will i am strongly suggesting that people should look at this document as the one master list which lists down anything and everything so it should include things like bank accounts insurance policies mutual funds demat accounts anything else that has an investment component to it it should also include things like lockers uh personal assets like cars uh, and we often ignore other assets which are not financial ones so for example uh, one may have uh, let's say for example a liquor collection or maybe some art pieces that they have so everything should be listed in this will uh, clearly demarcating what goes to whom and in what proportion so that there is no ambiguity in it second step would be that once you have made this master list and the will and you have also indicated what should go to whom uh, it is important to link nominations for all these financial accounts and investments to the ones uh, which have been given in the will so you don't want uh, your family to be in a situation grappling with the mismatch between nominations and the will Uh, but having said this i would also want to update our listeners with that there have been n number of judicial precedents now where it has been held that nominee is only a trustee and in most cases the will is what supersedes the uh, claim of the legal heir uh, so just in case that we are on the same page it is important to align the nominations to the will third step uh, tinesh is something that a person can do during his lifetime is that uh, instead of trying to over diversify and have too many number of financial accounts 
it is important to consolidate everything and uh, have uh, 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 the minimum number of uh, accounts or uh, you can say whether it is dmat accounts bank accounts mutual fund folios insurance policies try to keep it uh, to a limit which is easily monitored and uh, it is in these situations that a financial uh, advisor a close trusted aid comes to your help because uh, um, if you think and uh, i remember in my opening remark i mentioned that uh, sometimes the uh, earning individual does not involve the family at this point i would like to say sometimes it is also the family who doesn't want to get involved in the financial matters uh, and it is in such times that uh, if there is an advisor who knows uh, each and every bit of these accounts the family member can uh, mention to the family that in case something uh, the unfortunate event happens uh, please contact a mr a or maybe there is more than a mr a who they can go to and get all these uh, asset details so that they can uh, make their life easier that's quite a long list and it sounds very really daunting among all these things that you have mentioned what should be the first priority of an individual of course dinesh it is a lot of things to do and uh, these things the list will only get longer uh, for someone who has been working and accumulating money over a longer time uh, although it sounds daunting i think uh, an easy to do first step here would be uh, to just open a simple excel sheet to begin with and at least make an inventory of the uh, accounts investments insurance uh, immovable properties if there are any uh, lockers Uh, let this at least be listed down and uh, uh, another thing to add there i would suggest is to put the location of the original document for each of them in that list so for example uh, if the, if you are talking about a locker uh, in that same list on the right hand side we can also mention where is the locker key Uh, if you are talking about a mutual fund uh, we can mention whether it's in a dmat mode or if it's in a physical mode if it's in the physical mode where can one go and access the statement uh, which could be uh, maybe a laptop uh, folder or it could be a physical folder where the statements are kept let all this be put down and uh, believe me this exercise is not going to take more than uh, maybe 3 hours if one sits uh, from start to end to finish it and uh, a weekend or you know a holiday is a perfect time to do this i i understand that people will take some time to uh, apply their mind as to what goes to whom which can wait uh, the moment you have this inventory ready uh, will could be the next step uh, i think tinesh this should be an easy to execute idea for our listeners Mr Rao thank you so much for joining us on the show uh, it's been equally a pleasure on my side uh, once again thank you for uh, inviting me on the show that's all from this episode of why not mint money thank you for tuning in Thanks for listening in. We're also available on livemin.com and if you're old school then do pick up a copy of Mint for some insightful coverage. If you have any questions you want us to address, do reach us out at HT Smartcast. We are present on Twitter, Facebook and Insta. 
And if you want to connect over email, write in to us at mintmoney at livemint.com. Until next time, it's bye-bye. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.